We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's February 26th, it's 2024. We have a four-game NBA slate today. Ryan Solo with the small slate. It's a very interesting slate. We have a couple teams on back-to-backs, some slower-paced teams with some pretty solid defense and a couple games with totals that are okay. Miami situation, very interesting. Something that we're going to be watching here on the slate with the suspensions of a couple of players and then, you know, a couple of big names like Hero and Rogier questionable coming into the slate. You know, that's going to make a difference big time. Overall, we have a lot of news already for the slate. And I'm sure because it's the NBA, we'll definitely get some news throughout the day. We're going to get started here with Toronto going up against Indiana, taking on the Pacers. Pacers on the second end of a back-to-back. And uh, Toronto is good to go here. This game has a 246 total. Toronto is a six-and-a-half point favorite. Like I said, nobody on the injury report here for Toronto. Big pace-up spot for the Raptors. Indiana plays. At the second fastest pace in the NBA, they're 26 in defensive rating. They allow the third most points per game this season. So great spot for Toronto. It's just kind of figuring out who we want to attack here in this matchup. Obviously, like Scotty Barnes, he's someone that 
can go for 50 plus in this matchup. He's averaging, you know, 54 fantasy points in two outings against this Pacers team. Just put up 58 fantasy points against this team on February 14th, right before the all-star break. So definitely don't mind getting some exposure to Barnes quickly. He's been playing good here since the all-star break. I don't know if he's starting to get like fully healthy, but he's looked a lot better. We've talked about it a bunch about hard Jays Barrett's rebounding rate, but seven K is a tough price tag for RJ Barrett. I do like the matchup. It's going to come down to shot attempts and rebounds here for Barrett at seven K on a four game slate like this. I definitely want to get some exposure. I want to get some exposure to Jakob Podol as well. I think this is a good spot for him. So definitely targeting the four main pieces here for Toronto. And then after that, because it is such a small split slate, I think Gary Trent, he's uh, he plays enough minutes to matter in this spot. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That's really it. I don't think I want to touch anybody else here. Nora, he's coming back. He's played some minutes. But overall, I think this is a spot I want to target. You know, Podal, Barnes, Quickly, Barrett. And if you need some value, depending on how, how much value opens up throughout the day, it could be a spot where you just play a little bit of Gary Trent because of the minutes and you just hope that he shoots the ball well. On the Pacers side, we'll see if Neesmith is back or not for this game. He has been getting close with practice from what I've read. It doesn't sound like Halliburton is going to miss the second end of a back-to-back. So kind of expecting Halliburton to play. They got up on the Dallas and you know he didn't have to play his full allotment of minutes in that Dallas game on Sunday. But overall, this is a spot I definitely have some interest in Halliburton, I have some interest in Matherin, depending on like if Neesmith is back or not. Matherin's minutes have been fantastic without Neesmith. So if Neesmith comes back, even if he's limited to 15, 20 minutes in this game, I think that that's going to really affect Matherin. He's seen a huge increase in minutes here in these two games without Neesmith. So Neesmith is out. I think it's a direct correlation to taking some shots on Matherin. Don't necessarily hate this spot for Miles Turner. He didn't play the last time these two teams played, you know, like I said, right there before the All-Star break. So it could be a bump for Miles Turner. And then just kind of looking at this bench, I wouldn't necessarily say 
there's anything juicy here that I want to get a lot of exposure to. Like Jalen Smith came back and he played 15 minutes on Sunday, but he was back and just overall, I mean, TJ McConnell, he'll, he'll have those games where he shoots really well and he has good fantasy outings, but he just doesn't play a ton of minutes with everybody healthy. So it's Halliburton, Matherin, if Neesmith is out, and a little bit of exposure to Turner and Siakam in this game. Detroit at New York, 223 total in this game. The Knicks, an 11-point favorite. Stewart and Sasser out for Detroit. OG, Randall, Mitrov out for the Knicks. The Knicks still a bit, pretty big favorite here, 11-point favorite. Overall, this matchup for... Detroit is not great. I mean, New York plays slow. They are a great rebounding team. They're a top 10 defensive team. They slow the pace down and they play enough defense where they don't allow a ton of points per game. So it's just not an overall good spot for the Pistons, but it's a four game slate. I mean, Cade is 8K. I don't necessarily love this spot for Cade. It's a tough matchup, but if this game stays close, Cade has that ability to go 40, 40 to 45 plus here. And on a four-game slate, if he's going to be lower owned because of the matchup, you could potentially take some shots on him. I don't necessarily love this spot for Duren. Uh, again, this is a really good rebounding team. Ivy's minutes are there. The shots have just been off. He hasn't been shooting well recently. Thompson got in a foul trouble against my Magic the other night. And... When Thompson got in foul trouble the other night, Quentin Grimes really benefited from it. It was his debut for Detroit, and he ended up playing like 26 minutes. So I don't know if he gets like 25 minutes here again without Thompson getting in foul trouble. We should mention like Sasser's out, and Sasser's a guy that plays anywhere from 15 to 25 minutes. So maybe we see Grimes get those minutes. But they've been using Evan Fournier for like 18 to 22 minutes here recently. He's 3,800. Fontecchio, ever since he's come over, he's had a, a pretty solid role here with Detroit, but it's a terrible matchup. I don't mind Thompson at 5,300. If he's able to stay out of foul trouble, obviously he has 30-plus point upside, so don't mind getting some exposure to him. And then I think if I was going to take a cheap shot, I think I'd take a shot on Grimes. I, I think it was very positive to see 26 minutes the other night, even you know with Sasser out again. So he would be, I think, the cheap shot I'd take a shot on here. And then on the Knicks side, you know we haven't really been playing DiVincenzo a lot, and his price is really starting to come back down. You know with Brunson healthy, so I actually kind of like. DiVincenzo and Brunson in this spot. I think it's a great spot here against Detroit. Bogdanovich, his minutes are kind of all over the place, but if he were to get like 25 minutes in this game, I could see him have a really solid game. Great matchup for Hartenstein. Could be one of those matchups you finally start to see him get rolling. Good matchup for Precious, but he's 7K. I think I'd rather take a little bit of a discount here to like a, a Hartenstein or a Josh Hart from Precious. Like Josh Hart's minutes are just phenomenal right now. He's played over 40 minutes in three of his last four games. So good old New York Knicks, man, just playing their guys a ton of minutes. So 
Really like the spot for DiVincenzo and Brunson. And then I'll kind of sprinkle in Precious, Hart, Hartenstein, and Bogdanovich here. Brooklyn at Memphis. 214.5 total in this game. Brooklyn a one and a half point favorite. Simmons is questionable. And then on the Memphis side, Bain, Clark, Concher, Ja, Pittman, Smart, all out for Memphis. So the laundry list continues for Memphis Grizzlies with injuries. Two slower paced teams. Memphis is a top 10 defensive team, even with all the injuries. And just so, I mean, Brooklyn, their rotations and stuff kind of scare me in this matchup. The pace of this game kind of scares me. Bridges is 7,200. I think that he is okay in this spot. Cam Thomas is okay. I like these guys like Bridges, Thomas, Johnson. I like these guys more if Ben Simmons ends up missing this game. Claxton's minutes have actually been okay with Sharp coming back, but Sharp plays enough of a role to hurt Claxton's upside here. So Dennis Schroeder is someone who hasn't been playing great, and but he's been getting some minutes. I just, gosh, the Brooklyn rotation has to be one of the hardest rotations to figure out on a nightly basis here. I mean, they play so many guys. I think Finney Smith would be the cheap option that I'd take here. I think they'd want his defense in this matchup. But I don't trust anything here from Brooklyn. I just, I don't trust anything. Memphis, like, they do allow a lot of rebounding. So, like, Claxton's rebounds in this spot is something you could potentially target. And then on the Memphis side of the ball... Brooklyn, I mean, they're they're an okay team. Defensively, they're an okay team. You really want like three point shooters against Brooklyn. That's you know one the one way to beat this team. And I don't know. There's so many people out. I, I mean, I think Triple J on a four game slate, you could potentially like attack his ceiling in this matchup. Sante hasn't been playing good. Jordan Goodwin has played really solid minutes. Or I guess that wasn't even with... No, gosh, man. This team is... Memphis, <laughs> these two teams are meant to play each other on like a large slate so we could fade them here. But, I mean, Contra now getting ruled out as well. Maybe, maybe Goodwin does end up playing minutes in this game. I, I think my main targets here are Triple J, obviously. And then Zaire and, and, and Vince Williams are two people I think you could take shots on. I think they're going to both have to play pretty big minutes in this game. And then, if you, like I said, if you want like a large field tournament play, maybe Goodwin. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Gosh. 
Yeah, these two teams are meant for each other. All right, we got Miami at Sacramento to finish this out here. 226 total. Kings a seven and a half point favorite. They're on a back-to-back. Miami, Bryant, Butler, Jovich, Richardson out. Hero, Rogier, questionable. This news is going to dictate this whole slate. So we're going to be waiting for this news because it matters so much. Big pace-up spot for Miami. They're 28th in pace. Sacramento's 11th in pace. Sacramento just has gotten shredded by the threes this season. We talk about this all the time. So first, right off the bat for me, I want to get some exposure to Duncan Robinson in this game just because he is one of the better three-point shooters on this team, and he's going to chuck them. So Duncan Robinson is someone I want to get some exposure to. I definitely will be looking at like his props here. Uh, the props for Miami are not up yet. So obviously we're waiting on some news. I, I think Bam at 8,600 with no Butler is, I mean, definitely in play here. Uh, obviously we're waiting on the hero and Rozier news. If one of them plays and one sits, you play the, the one that plays. If they both sit, Jacquez, uh, Martin, Bam, Kevin Love, if all those guys are out, is is i think playable here i think he plays like 20 to 25 minutes with all those guys out jovich out too so for me miami definitely matters on the hero rogier news but i definitely want to get exposure to robinson i don't hate kevin love for large field stuff on the king side of things Lynn missed the game on Sunday. He hasn't been playing a ton of minutes recently, so I don't think that matters too much here. So I don't think that's one that we're like, oh, it makes a huge difference or not. We saw De'Aaron Fox have a really big game on Sunday against the Clippers. Sabonis just keeps producing, but the rotation for Sacramento has been really fantastic. Murray, Fox, Barnes, Sabonis have been playing big minutes. And then whoever's kind of playing better out of like Herder and Monk have been getting the minutes. So you could potentially make a group of Herder and Monk at like zero to one and just kind of try to figure out which one's going to get, which one's just performing better. But Darren Fox was a very aggressive on Sunday against the Clippers, was shooting a lot of free throws, driving the basket a lot. I don't necessarily love this spot for Sabonis. Depending on who is in and out here for Miami, I think that you're potentially taking some shots on Fox. And, and like, it's four games late. Raw points matter. So, like, Sabonis is in play for sure. Barnes has been shooting at a high level. Gosh, you never really want to click Harrison Barnes's name, but he's 4,400. And, you know, when he has these games where he scores 20 plus points, he puts up 25 plus fantasy points. So I don't hate it. I, I just, I would prefer taking shots on like Murray or Monk or Herter overall here. I mean, raw points wise, Sabonis Fox. And then, like I said, just kind of making a group of Monk and Herter and getting one or the other or zero. I wish, I just wish Keegan Murray was doing more. The minutes are the role for Keegan Murray is great. It's just his, his, his production is just down. He's not producing a lot right now. 
All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then uh, we'll get out of here. Get the week started off with a really small NBA slate. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. I think this question's tough today. We'll have to kind of wait on some injury news, but I'm going to go Desire Williams from Memphis. They're still missing so many people. Contra's out now, too. He should play. 30-plus minutes in this game. It's not the greatest matchup in the world, but I think that there's some value here with Zyra Williams' uh, price. So I like him. Over 8K to go under 5X. I think a lot of these guys are going to get there today. I think that there's a lot of good spots in the slate for most of these guys. The one I lean to is Sabonis. I, I really like Sabonis, and he's just a consistent producer. I'm definitely going to get some exposure to Sabonis. It's just I got to pick somebody, right? I think that Brunson's in a great spot. Halliburton's in a good, great spot. Barnes is in a great spot. Bam, with all those guys out, great spot. So I have to pick one. I feel like Cade is kind of cheating because he's right at 8K. So I'll go Sabonis. Sabonis absolutely crushed Miami earlier this season, too. I think he ended up going for almost 70 fantasy points. So. I'm hoping to get Fox right. Like, I think it's it's one of like Fox or Sabonis that crush in that game. So probably be Sabonis now that I said that. Favorite 6X play. I wanted I wanted out of this Toronto Indiana game when I was like looking at it. I think my favorite 6X play today, and the minutes scare me a little bit, but I really like Jakob Potal here. At 6,400, I think that this is a fantastic spot for him going up against the Pacers. Just put up 43 fantasy points against this team right before the All-Star break. So really like Jakob Podol today. I think this is just a spot I want to attack. My Let's Get Weird GPP play today, it's going to be Kevin Love. We, we have a lot of Miami situations here, and with Jovich out, I think Kevin Love just kind of slides into like a 20-minute roll in this game. I hate the fact that we have to play him at center, but I think that given Kevin Love like 20 minutes in a high-rebounding spot against a team that allows some threes, we could see Kevin Love hit three, four, five threes in this game uh, at 4,300. So he's my let's-get-weird GPP play of the day. I was looking at... Some betting stuff before the show. And there wasn't a ton of lines out. I'm going to, there is a couple things that I like. So I'm going to refresh really quick. See if we can, see if we can get something here for this part of the game. All right. So the game that I, I liked here is up. Me. Love, don't need love when you're trying to do something. Your phone just loads so slow. All right, so I am going to go to my boy Jakob Podol here for the morning grind game. He is at 20 and a half points and rebounds. So I'm going to take the over on 20 and a half points and rebounds for Jakob Podol today on the morning grind game. Let's going to wrap it up for Monday. We're back tomorrow, back on YouTube tomorrow as well, recorded off YouTube here because it's like two o'clock in the morning. And, um, didn't think many people would be watching YouTube at two o'clock in the morning. So back on YouTube, if you haven't subscribed to YouTube, make sure you do that. Hope everyone has a fantastic, fantastic Monday. We'll be back Tuesday. Good luck. We'll see you then.